blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Here are your hosts, Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-bar trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, Adam Spees. I'm your co-host, John Spees. And today, we have got two patrons going head-to-head. One has been on the show before, and the other, this is his first time, his first ever trivia podcast. We're excited to have both of them on, of course. And our first one, y'all heard him about a year ago from at least this recording when he took on Nikki Bates. And Beater as well. Woo! Uh, I am talking King Jeremy the Wicked. Jeremy Goodson. Please say hi and a little bit about yourself. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> That's it? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit about myself. Uh, I'm an IT tech in Chicago. I enjoy trivia and podcasts. And uh, I stream on Twitch from time to time. Yes, you do. You do um, karaoke on Twitch as well, particularly, right? Well, I was at the time, actually. Uh, Twitch shut that down, basically. They didn't want to pay the RAA fees anymore, so uh, they decided to just shut down the Twitch Sings program, which sucked. Uh, but we, we do some trivia. I do some marbles on stream. Uh, we do cryptic crosswords some nights. Nice. Just a variety of stuff to keep everybody involved. And his opponent today, as I said, his first time. Doing podcast trivia, we are excited to have him, we're excited to have him on the show and see if he can handle the pressures of the TTT ring. I tell you, John, I've got a yearning, a yearning for a Vernon. It is Vernon Heggie in the house. Please say hi and a little bit about yourself. <laughs> hi, my name is Vernon Heggie. Uh, I own a trivia company here in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Uh, looking forward to it. First time I'm doing it. A little nervous, but we'll work it out. Yes, yes, we will. All right. Well, uh, for everybody out there who is listening, they need to know the rules. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, now that everybody knows the rules to our game, I want to get to know Jeremy and Vernon just a little bit better. And there's few things in this world that are as wonderful as a good sitcom. And particularly some of those 90s sitcoms are real good. So I want you all to tell me what is your favorite 90s sitcom theme song? Because there's some really good ones. Ooh, that's a, that's a tough one. There are some really good ones. Um, I think I'm going to have to go with it just because it was catchy and it was all over the radio. But I, I think one of my favorite theme songs was the Friends theme song. Yeah. 
I'll the be there for you. Yep. That's a good one. Whack. Toss salad and scrambled <laughs> eggs, man. Toss oh. salad and scrambled eggs. Oh my gosh. Frasier, we got a Frasier fan. We got a Frasier one. <laughs> I forgot all about the Frasier theme song, honestly. As yeah, soon as you said it. And scrambled eggs. I'm like, come on, man. Don't pick it. Don't pick it. It's the only one I got in my yeah. head right now. I, I literally forgot about that uh, <laughs> until you said it. And I knew what it was immediately. Like, ah, oh, crap. My uh, my wife had went on a big old uh, Frasier kick recently. And so I was seeing that and I was listening <laughs> to that song because it plays particularly at the end of the episode. And all I could think about was, what the heck does this song have to do with anything? <laughs> One, my first, my my thought process of talking about toss salad, where eh, it's a whole other thing, and then the scrambled eggs. But I can tell you, on John and I, we did an episode of Blast from Our Past uh, that had our top 10 90s sitcom theme songs, and number four was I'll Be There For You, the Friends theme song, and not making my list was the Frasier one. I'm sorry, Vernon. What? So that means Jeremy gets to go first in today's episode. Yes, my love for 90s alternative has paid off. Yeah. <laughs> it works. All right, Jeremy. Oh, so is, you know what that means. This is rigged already, man. I can feel it. it is. That's, <laughs> hey, you know what? Our little podcast, we don't care about random or other stuff. You got to placate to us, all right? You got to learn me and John and what we like, and that's going to help you out. I do have to know. I'm, I'm going to go back and listen to this episode, but what was number one? Yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel Air, baby. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Without question. That? Oh, I didn't that's think That's the either. easy. That's the money. And actually, that was number one for both me and John. That yep. should have been a gimme. Yeah, yeah, it's a gimme, man. There's nothing as catchy as that one. All right. Uh, so, Jeremy, you get to go first. And uh, what category would you like? Oh, let's see here. Let's go with TV. Okay. And your decade is the 80s. 80s. All right, we have got a question from Jackie LaFave to start us off. Thank you, Jackie, for all the questions you're right. We really do appreciate it. This mammoth Canadian preschool series ran on CBC from 1984 to 1989. It featured three singers, Sharon, Lois, and Bram. The show enjoyed top ratings in Canada and on Nickelodeon in the United States. Ooh, that, there's a lot there. Can you give it one more time? Of course. This mammoth Canadian preschool series ran on CBC from 1984 to 89. It featured three singers, Sharon, Lois, and Bram. The show enjoyed top ratings in Canada and on Nickelodeon in the U.S. Man, I, 80s, you think I would know this because I was a child of the 80s, but mammoth. I'm trying to think of anything that had like, you're saying mammoth, it's like like big, something like either something with an actual mammoth or like Clifford, the big red dog, but there's no singing on that show. So it's like, I'm, I don't even have a good guess on this. I, I, this is going to be wrong. I'm just going to say this. because I know it's wrong. Cause it was on for way more years, but I'll just say lamb chops, lamb chops, sing along. Lamb chops. Sing along is incorrect. Vernon, you get a chance to steal. I just want to say from the start that when you listen to episodes, you're like, I know 75% of these questions, but when I'm on it, I'm going to know two. <laughs> this isn't one of them. I have no, I literally have no clue at all. I'm going to say Saved by the Bell, but I know it's wrong. Saved by the Bell definitely is wrong. <laughs> John, you're kind of moving around and you look like you know what's going on. So how about you tell us? Skin of a rinky dinky dink, skin of a rinky do. I uh, love you. This is Sharon Lois and Bram's Elephant Show. The Elephant Show is correct. <laughs> Never even heard of it. I've heard the song that you just sang. Yeah. I couldn't have told you what it was that's, from. That's like, what they sang at yeah. the end, pretty much the end of every show. Wow. 
Huh. Like I said, now I know where that came from. I've heard that. Yep. But I'd never yep. heard I don't I've never heard of the show. All right. Now you know. Uh all right. So uh no points awarded, and that means Vernon, you get to pick your next category. Uh movies, please. Okay. And we're going back to the sixties. Sixties. We have got a question from Chris Hasse. Thank you so much, Chris. All right. What film, which won the Oscar for Best Picture in 1963, opens with the title character's death on a motorcycle in a, mo- in a motorcycle crash? Death in a motorcycle crash. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. 63 Best Picture. Ah, uh, man. I don't know. East of Eden. East of Eden. That's a pretty good guess, but that is incorrect. Jeremy, you get a chance to steal. I'm, I, I, oh my God, this, this show is going to be crazy today. I'm trying to think. <laughs> 1963 best picture. Death on a motorcycle accident. I feel like this is, I can't think of the name of the movie. I feel like it's James Dean. And I know I, I can picture the motorcycle. And this is not, oh my gosh. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull this. Uh, no, crap. I, I'm going to kick myself for this and I'm going to know it. Like I'm going I'm to kick myself when you say the answer. Um, I'm going to go with, it, it's a, that's a Western. All right, I'm just going to say Desperado. It's not right. De- Desperado, I believe from the 90s yeah, is no. incorrect. Uh, I have another no, guess. this is a, you got to guess. All right, Vernon, what you think? Ben-Hur. Ben-Hur is a lot closer. <laughs> a lot kind of closer than you're thinking. It is that epic style. John, do you know this one? You're kind of shaking your head like you do. Oh, oh I know yeah. what it is. I know what it is. Now you say that. What? Yeah. It's Lawrence of Arabia. Lawrence of Arabia. Lawrence ah, of Arabia. Oh. As soon as you said epic, I was like, ah, yep. dang it. Yeah. That's the oh. one. Good one. That's a good question. All right. Thank you, Chris Hossie, for that question again. All right. Now we are back to Jeremy. All right, let's uh, let's do toys and games. Okay, toys and games. And we're moving up to the 70s. Okay. First sold in 1972, this game is played using a plastic grid of lettered dice in which players attempt to find words and sequences of adjacent letters. Peggy Hill is a master. I believe that would be Boggle. That would be Boggle. For any King of the Hill fans out there, uh, Peggy Hill was a massive Boggle fan. All right. Now I think I have to change my 70s Toys and Games question. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we, we had that. I think I had one from the 70s. Everybody, everybody did. <laughs> yeah, like, I had, like the original version, it was like a cream-colored die and or dice in there, and it was weird. I think it was red. We have a Super Boggle. It's, a, it's a little bigger, bigger of a board. My wife kills me at that game. Yeah. yeah. I don't do any of that kind of stuff. My wife is way too smart for me with a lot of stuff. Like if it's like, you know, trivial kind of things, I've got her. But if it's like using your brain to like solve stuff, no, not happening. She is the Mensa member. I am just the fool. Uh, okay. We are going back to Vernon. What uh, category I will take music. Music. We're staying in the 70s. All right, and we are going to not just stay in the 70s because we're taking a trip, John. We are taking a trip to the Throwback Lounge. Nice. And so, Vernon, I need you to tell me the artist. Name the artist of this 1971 number one hit. If there is a load you cannot 
bear that you can't carry. I'm right up that road. I'll share your load if you just call me. Hey! The hey at the end throws me off. <laughs> That's why I do it. <laughs> right? There is some down the street. Man, the lounge part throws me off. That's why I, I refuse to just send the lyrics and just do that. I, and if you need it repeated, I can sing it again in my wonderful voice, but I will. Uh... Unfortunately, I think I do. All right. If there is a load you have to bear that you can't carry, I'm right up that road. I'll share your load if you just call me. Hey. God, it's going to kill me. I know this song. I keep singing it in your voice. You call me. You're so you'd be so lucky. <laughs> Have my voice <laughs> running through your head. <laughs> right after. Uh, I don't know. I'll say the Rolling Stones all the nights rats wrong. The Rolling Stones is wrong. Uh, Jeremy, you get a chance to steal. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure I can. I, I think it's if there is a load you have to bear oh, that you can't carry. Uh, I believe that's Lean on Me by Bill Withers. It is Lean on Me by Bill Withers. Very good. I, I second guess the artist when I was coming up with it. Yep. I'm like, oh, crap, it is Bill Withers, right? Am <laughs> I am I going to say that and sound like an idiot? Uh, nice one. Good pull. All right. He gets a steal. And Jeremy, you get to pick your next category. Um... Let's go with news and politics. Okay. We're staying in the 70s. Staying in the 70s. <laughs> All right. And we got another question from Jackie LaFave. In 1972, at 31 years old, this Swedish-born actress, singer, and dancer, maybe best known for her roles in films such as Viva Las Vegas and Carnal Knowledge, suffered severe facial fractures, a concussion, a broken jaw, broken arm, and was in a coma for three days after she fell from a 22-foot-high platform just be- before her performance at a Lake Tahoe casino. Oh, um, sorry, I'm still taking notes on what you're saying. That now, is a lot time, of stuff. I'm I sorry, am... no, there's a lot to take in. Yep, a lot to take in, and I will gladly repeat it. In 1972, at 31 years old, this Swedish-born actress, singer, and dancer, maybe best known for her roles in films such as Viva Las Vegas and Carnal Knowledge, suffered several facial fractures, a concussion, a broken jaw, a broken arm, and was in a coma for three days after she fell from a 22-foot-high platform just before her performance at a Lake Tahoe casino. I mean, I'm trying to think of people who were in Viva Las Vegas. So that's what it comes down to. I've not seen Carnal Knowledge. I haven't seen Viva Las Vegas in years. And my uh, usual love of movies here is not helping me because I'm not. God, what is her name? I th- well, I'm going to go with somebody at least I think is in the movie. Um, especially from doing a, another movie podcast here recently, um, doing a lot of research. I, I know, I'm pretty sure Tony Basil's in the movie, so I'm going to go with that. Tony Basil is incorrect. Vernon, you got a chance to steal. I was actually hoping he would get that right so I didn't sound like an idiot because I have no <laughs> clue. <laughs> I'm batting 100% right now. Mm-hmm. 
I have no clue. I'm just trying to think of somebody who would be in Viva Las Vegas. What was the year again? 19... 1972 is when this happened. 1972. I'm going to pass. I have nothing. All right. Nothing. Uh, no, this is actress. So, yeah, Viva Las Vegas was the Elvis movie from like way back in the 60s. Her name is Anne Margaret. Anne uh, Margaret oh. fell and got into a coma for a little while. Yep. And now that you say that, I remember like hearing that, but mm-hmm. I was never going to pull that. Yep. All right. No points awarded. We are going back to Vernon. Left, we have fashion, slang, sports, and food, and literature. And literature. I forgot about that one. How could I? How could how could I forget literature? Everyone's literature. favorite. Uh, I will take food. Okay. Not in the sixties or seventies. Ah, ah. Do you hear that, John? <laughs> well, he willed it. We're going to the two thousands. There you go. The Hershey Company introduced this chocolate candy in two thousand and three. They had flavors like Hershey's chocolate, Reese's peanut butter, almond joy, and more. And they resembled and they resembled Pringles chips. Uh, but in chocolate form. I literally live in Hershey. <laughs> <laughs> Hershey's chocolate in chipped form, like a Pringle, flavored. Wow, Jesus, I am terrible. Well, I, would, I would say varieties. Flavored is kind of a weird way to put it. I'll say they have different uh, varieties, like the Reese's, Almond Joy, etc. I'll say stacks with an X. I have no idea. Stacks with an X is awesome, but incorrect. Jeremy, you get a chance to steal. I've never heard of these, huh? uh, honestly, and I, I don't know. Um, so I'm going to go with uh, chip kisses. Chip kisses. That <laughs> sounds adorable, uh, but that is incorrect. Now, if you take a look at these, I don't think they are still in production, uh, but they literally just look exactly like Pringles, but it's just a thing of chocolate instead of a Pringles chip, and they were called Swoops. Right. I have I have to look this up because Never that sounds ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Just, just... You know, I literally just ate at the new Chocolatier restaurant at Hershey's Chocolate the other day, no. <laughs> and they don't make them. No, <laughs> there we go. They are gone. Yeah, they They're did not. not... Oh, yeah. Like, Did not last. Are, exactly. There you go. They look exactly ah, like Pringles. <laughs> I've never heard of I've, I've never seen or heard of these. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, we're keeping our low scoring game going. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> we can, we can keep we can get some more points. Uh, Jeremy, what category would you like? Uh, all right. Let, let's go for it. Let's do literature. Yeah. I hate all of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's slide back to the 90s. Okay. This 1994 Irvin Welsh novel was a poetic portrayal of junkies, hookers, psychos, bigots, and social security scam artists living by what what's left of their wits in Edinburgh. And it even got a 1996 movie adaptation starring Ewan McGregor. One more time mm-hmm. on the read-through here. This 1994 Irvin Welsh novel was a poetic portrayal of junkies, hookers, psychos, bigots, and social security scam artists living by what's left of their wits in Edinburgh. And it even got a 1996 movie adaptation starring Ewan McGregor. <sighs> Irvin Welsh. Why do I know that name? I think that's throwing me off more than anything. 
Ewan McGregor, 96. Those are all words I said. Okay, I can think of one movie I think Irvin or Irvin uh, Ewan McGregor was in around then. So I'm going to go with that and just going to guess train spotting. The sound of Vernon is the sound of points slipping away from him. It is train spotting. Oh, I thought that was earlier. Yep. <laughs> but I'm like, uh, around that time. That's 25 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Nice. That is a while back. So that uh, was the first rated R movie I ever snuck into. Was it really? Really? Yeah. When I was 15. Very nice. Uh, all right. Vernon, we are going back to you, sir. Uh, I guess I'll take sports. Okay. And the Ver. Ah. <clears throat> I almost said the Vernon. <laughs> And the decade is the 2000s. 2000s. This German Formula One driver dominated the sport in the early 2000s, winning five straight championships with Ferrari. I know nothing about auto racing. Uh, Let me think of who I would know. You said German, correct? Uh Uh-huh. German. Let's go with Schumacher. Michael Schumacher is correct. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That is the, that oh. is terrible. I'm glad you got that because I have a whole bag of nothing for auto racing. Nice. <laughs> That's not even a sport, man. <laughs> Don't tell them that. All right. You got some points on the board. That's exciting. Now, Jeremy, you got to pick. Uh, would you rather have fashion or would you rather have slang? Uh, I'm going to try slang. Okay. Of course you are. <laughs> and we have our first 50s question. Okay. This geometric slang means someone who's a bore and conforms to tradition ah. to traditional social norms. I think that person would be a square. Yep, they are. It's a gimme. <laughs> such a rhombus. Like he, like he needs it. <laughs> You're such a rhombus. <laughs> All right, that leaves fashion for Vernon. Here comes the 50s. There you go. You're close. It's the 60s. <laughs> Same thing. All right. Originally born with the last name Lifshitz, this fashion designer founded his company in 1967. And drawing on his interest in sports, he named his first full line of menswear Polo in 1968. I knew it without the Polo. Ralph Lauren is my favorite. There you Ralph go. Loren. You knew it. See, I actually would have known that one. Not too bad. <laughs> Not too bad. All right, that is the end of round one. John, could you please give us our score update? All right, the end of round one, Jeremy has 40 and Vernon has 20. All right, that's not too far. That's definitely uh, in the realm of comeback territory. That's a race to the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm playing golf trivia. This this was a rough round. I had good questions, just not in my wheelhouse. I mean, it's far from our lowest scoring game, so you guys don't worry about that. Y'all are good. All right, uh, because Jeremy got to start in round one, Vernon, you get to pick for Jeremy in round two. Let's start with, since he would have known it, fashion. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is definitely the the, the most uh, common last and first category (laughs) that we have. And the decade is the 70s. 70s. Maybe this is a tough one. In 1967, the Merjani Corporation launched a line of designer jeans featuring Gloria Vanderbilt's signature embroidered on the back pocket, as well as her logo of what animal? Ooh. Um, I, I have no idea, but I know that some of the uh, like stitching on the back of jeans looks very bird-like, so I'll say a swan. 
Gloria Vanderbilt debuted in the 1954 uh, theater play The Swan, and her logo is a swan that is on the back nice. of the Are you serious? Yep. Nice grab. I, I literally was thinking of like when you see that like they kind of like look like a bird on the back, yeah. and I named a white swan. I just it was like a white one. Just it a is, swan yep. that yeah. Her logo is a swan. Well done. What a pull. We actually did a in our trivia, we have a one of our rounds is a puzzle round of pictures, and I did back pockets of designer uh-huh. jeans, and that was one of them. It's the only way I knew that one. Oh, but you would have had it. Nice. Yeah, I, I, okay. on, on Trivial Warfare, they would have called that pulling a Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> just, just. All right, but now it's pulling a Jeremy. We get that officially. I'll take it. I'll take <laughs> it. All right, uh, Jeremy, you are picking for Vernon. All right, let's give Vernon literature. Yeah. And your decade is the 60s. 60s. This 1961 Robert A. Heinlein classic was the first science fiction novel ever to become a New York Times bestseller. It tells the story of Valentine Michael Smith, a human who comes to Earth in early adulthood after being born on the planet Mars. Heinlein, Valentine, Mike Smith, Mars... Could be Valentine, Valentine Michael yeah. Smith, probably. Isn't that is? I'm gonna say I have no clue. Uh, Mars. Uh, how about Treasure Planet? Wasn't that the Disney movie? Treasure Planet was the Disney movie, but it was not the 1961 Robert A. Heinlein classic novel. Uh, Jeremy, you got a chance to steal. I think I can. My, my my love for science fiction and fantasy novels might come in handy here, but I've got it narrowed down to two because I read them around the same time back in like eh, maybe grade school or middle school. Um, uh, I'm going to go with, I think this is the Highland one. I'm going to go with uh, Stranger in a Strange Land. Stranger in a Strange Land is correct. Wow. Nice. Yep, you've got some definitely good deep-seated trivia knowledge in there, Jeremy. I am getting waxed. (laughs) (laughs) Waxed. I I just I I read a ton of sci-fi and a lot of fantasy novels, so I haven't even gotten to use my party horns yet. Nothing Nothing yet, but I feel they're coming. All right. Because like I said, I got a yearning. I got a yearning for a Vernon. (laughs) And Jeremy, you're going to have to pick a category. No, no, no. You got the steal on that one, didn't you? I I did. Yes, Yes. you get the steal. And now, Vernon, you got to give it uh, give a category back to Jeremy. I'll give him news. News. And we're moving up to the 2000s. Okay. In 2003, California Governor Gray Davis was terminated in a recall vote, and this first-time politician was elected in his place. He'll be back. It was Arnold. <laughs> it was Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Vernon. I know, Vernon, you're upset because Jeremy's getting all the ones you know. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. <laughs> uh, I know. I had a couple things. There was terminated, recall. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> It's obvious. He didn't need the clues. He was good. He didn't need them. <laughs> yeah. No. He was fine. Yep. Uh, I caught the clues. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was a really well-worded question, though. Thank you, sir. Thank he you, was sir. A, and he was a predator, apparently. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, to his nurse for sure. Yeah. Or not the nurse, the uh, the housekeeper. The housekeeper. Yeah, yeah, the housekeeper. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, Jeremy, you got to pick for Vernon. Uh, let's give Vernon food. Okay. And a decade is the 80s. This fictional rhythm and blues group first appeared in 1986's Sunmade commercial singing I heard it through heard it through the grapevine. Finally, an easy one. California raisins. Yes, it is an easy one. And you knocked it out of the park. We definitely had like little toys of the California raisins. Like we love them. Those commercials were awesome. I still have. Have, have you seen those nowadays though? Like if you look back at them at like antique stores, like it's almost like things of nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think, yeah, like the, the claymation probably doesn't work all that well or look yeah. all that good and stuff anymore. But at the time, man, they were cool. So, all right. Vernon, you get to pick a category for Jeremy. We are going to go with slang. And your decade is the 60s. Okay. Name the 60s British slang, which refers to trouble or disturbance provoked by threatening behavior or harassment. But 90s kids might associate it more with a certain sports TV mountain. Oh, okay. Hold on. The, the TV mountain, the, the, I'm not going to get this other than this, and it might be wrong, but the TV mountain was called the crag. So I'm going to go with Craig. Craig is incorrect. Vernon, you get a chance to steal. Sports TV Mountain. That's interesting. In the 90s. Sports TV Mountain. And it's a six. It was from the 60s, correct? The 60s slang with a reference to the 90s. Sports TV Mountain. Mm -hmm. Sports TV. Uh, I have now to say Everest. I have no idea. Everest is. I have another guess. Yeah, because you missed you missed half of the word of the mountain, and it was the other half that we wanted. It is not it Everest. The agro crag. Yes, the agro crag. So what I'm looking for is agro. Agro is the uh, trouble yeah. or disturbance provoked by threatening behavior. Oh man, you're being so agro right now. Yeah, uh, I, and I, after I, as soon as I said it and sat back, I'm like, I, I thought that was right. It clicked. I'm like. <laughs> Oh, it was. If I remembered the full name, it would have been easy. Yep, yep. That was I it. don't even know what aggro crag is. So, oh, uh, it was on guts. Guts. Yeah. No. Do you have it? Guts. <laughs> All right. I love love that show. All right. Um, where were we, John? <laughs> it's Jeremy's turn to give me a category. There we go. Thank you. There we have is. the we have the best guests John. because they they keep in track much better than we do. All right, Jeremy, you are picking for Vernon. All right, let's give Vernon sports. And he's going to get the 80s. Okay. In 1988, this future NHL Hall of Famer was drafted first overall by the Minnesota North Stars. He finished his career with 1,499 goals and is the all-time goal-scoring and points leader among American-born players in NHL history. What year was it? What was the year? I'm sorry. He was drafted in 1988. So all my hockey knowledge comes from... PlayStation. Uh, drafted in 88. American born. Leading scorer. Um, oh, I should know this. And what team drafted him? I'm sorry. Adam. The Minnesota North Stars. Let's go with... Uh, I have two... Uh, 
I don't know if he was drafted, but let's go with Jeremy Roenick. Jeremy Roenick is incorrect. Jeremy, you got a chance to steal. Oh, man, this is a tough one. I feel like it's too late for Gretzky, but I believe he was Canadian. So that wouldn't be it. He's definitely Canadian. Um, Look at Vernon helping you out. <laughs> you could have yeah. said, oh, yeah, man, he was totally born in the U.S. Oh, yeah. I don't know where I have to trick people. <laughs> it's, yeah, no, it's just one of those, like, this is a this is a rough one because I'm pretty good with hockey, but I don't know anybody who had that many goals. Uh, well, I'm just going to throw it out there. It's, it's probably wrong. Oh, no, because that's Canadian, too. Crap. Um, I, I know it's wrong. I'm just going to say Gretzky. Gretzky can't pull it. is incorrect, definitely. Yeah. Uh, does it help if I say he stayed with the Stars his entire career, even when they went to Dallas? No. He has blonde hair. I can see his face. Yeah, uh, I don't believe he has blonde hair. But it is. he did make a cameo in the, the movie... Mighty Ducks, if that helps anybody. Probably doesn't. I'm looking for Mike Madano. Uh, Mike Madano. Okay. I know the name was never yep. going to pull that, though. Okay. All right. Uh, we are at, we are back to Jer- to Vernon picking for Jeremy. Uh, let's go. Let's go music. Okay. And your decade is the 90s. And y'all are lucky because you got my other throwback lounge question. <laughs> I always, I always have two prepared, uh, and you guys get to get get them both. So not sure why you call it uh, lucky, but okay. <laughs> yeah, because you know, making bleed ears bleed is lucky. Oh I don't know. Anyway, Jeremy, you've got to name the group who did this 1994 what number 115 hit. Can you call that a hit? <laughs> Four. All right, nineteen ninety four, number one hundred and fifteen hit. I can't stand it. I know you planned it. I'm gonna set it straight this Watergate. Lord, I can't stand rocking when I'm in this place because I feel disgrace because you're all in my face. Hey, I can't stand it. I know you planned it. I've got to set it straight this water gate. Oh, that'd be the Beastie Boys. It is the Beastie Boys. My favorite group. All right. Couldn't trick you with my wonderful rendition. Um, now, Jeremy, you are picking for Vernon. Uh, let's give Vernon. Oh, man. These are all good categories now. Uh, TV. Okay. And he's got the 2000s. Okay. This show debuted in the year 2000 on the WB. Time Magazine named it as one of the 100 greatest television shows of all time. It follows a mother and daughter. They speak so fast, but they speak so true. Mother and daughter speak so fast. Mother and daughter speak so fast. What was the year? It debuted in the year 2000 on the WB. I don't even have the WB on my TV. No one does anymore. It's called the CW now. Oh, I didn't have it back then either. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. I guess mom and me. Mom and me is incorrect. Jeremy, you get a chance to steal. Oh, I got this one. Um, guilty pleasure of mine. I love the show Gilmore Girls. It is the Gilmore Girls. And John, I know you uh, recognize my little reference to Scrubs there, huh? Yeah, I was going to say that came from Scrubs. Yep. Yes, it did. Uh, they speak so fast, but they speak so true. Love that show. All right. Um, we have two left. And uh, Vernon, you got to pick something for Jeremy. 
Uh, I guess I'll give them toys. Okay. And we're staying in the 2000s. Okay. If you wanted to shred like Slash, then you needed to pick up this 2005 rhythm-based video game. I'm going to assume that would be Guitar Hero. That would be Guitar Hero. Get murdered! <laughs> murdered! That, that actually murdered. came out later than I thought. Yeah, yeah. Ro- uh, Rock Band was 2007, but uh, yeah, Guitar Hero was 2005. Yeah. All right. Uh, left is Movies. Um, you know, maybe you can save a little bit of grace by getting this right, but you certainly ain't saving this game, Vernon. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, here comes the 50, so it won't matter. Yeah, just, just as a little extra stabbing in you. All right, John, what category we, or what decade are we doing? It's the 50s. Holy crap. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got one question after I was born. This is great. <laughs> All right. Here we go. 50s movies. Name either one of the two main male actors who disguise themselves as women and join an all-female band to avoid being killed by the mob in the 1959 classic, Some Like It Hot. Uh, Tony Curtis. Tony Curtis is correct, and the other is, anybody know? Is it Jack Lemmon? Jack Lemmon is the other. Yep. Yep. Good job. Now I got a Uh, chance to win. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you needed. All right, that is the end of round two. John, could you do our score update? Well, unfortunately, he doesn't have a chance to win uh, because Jeremy has 100 and Vernon has 40. Yep, that is what I have as well. Hold on, Jeremy could bet it all, just so you know. Yes, he could. He could. Technically- I mean, total demo- demolishing of me, he could bet it all. Yeah, he, he. Jeremy likes to not just win, he likes to crush his opponents. Yes, and I so. Like might as well, Jeremy. Just think about that, okay? Yeah. All right. Well, you Based two. Based on my previous answers. <laughs> you can go yeah. for it all. Well, um, you know, maybe you guys can uh, think about exactly what you want to wager as we decide our categories and decades. And, uh, Jeremy, as you are well in the lead, what category would you like for the final round? Let's have some fun with it. Let's go toys and games. Okay. One of the non normal ones. I like that. What do you mean? That's what he's good at. Uh, the decade will be the 60s. The 60s. Okay. And Vernon, what category would you like? I, well, you're not going to sing, so that will help for music because we got those two in. (laughs) Ouch. Ouch. (laughs) Talk about, you know, backstabbing right there and hurting. That's it. Movies is 60s. I'll take movies since we did the 50s and 60s. Yep. We're just going to move up to the 70s. Of course you are. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, gentlemen. Could you please write down your wagers uh, for 70s movies and 60s toys and games? And you don't have to send them to me. You can just kind of circle them or write them on your paper. I, I trust you all. I don't assume you're cheating. On this game. I'm definitely not cheating. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know the name of my trivia company is Cheaters Never Prosper Trivia, just so you know. There you go. Nice. <laughs> it works too. I'm not cheating. All right, Jeremy, you good? I'm good. Okay. All right, uh, let's get into our questions, and we're going to start with 60s toys and games. All right, so here's your question. In 1964, Rain Geyer developed the idea that a game could utilize people as playing pieces on a life-sized board. He then teamed up with toy designer Charles Foley. They put in a patent and trademark for what was originally called Pretzel. In 1966, Milton Bradley would change the name to this. 
All right. And your 70s movie question. George Lucas's directorial debut was in what 1971 film? References to it have been made in Lucas's other films, most notably as the license plate number of the hot rod in American Graffiti and as the name of his sound company. All right. While our two contestants are thinking about their questions, uh, I am just going to give you guys the regular spiel of check out the BFOP network. Check out everything on the Blast From Our Past network, particularly the Blast From Our Past. If you guys like me and John at all, um, and if you guys like little hints as to if you're a guest on it and need a hint as to what uh, what might get you you know, to go first, definitely check that one out because uh, we usually will pull from that show. But also, check out Cartwright at Seinfeld Podcast. Check out People Don't Forget. Check out Action Action, uh, Podcasting After Dark, and as well as Talking Back. I think that's all of them. Right, John? Sure. Yeah, I think that's all. All right, that's all of them in the network. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, you two gentlemen, are you good, guys good to go? I am. I'm, I'm good to go. Good to go. All right. We are going to start with Vernon because he was behind. Uh, Vernon, what are your answers to the 60s toys and game and the 70s movies question? Uh, toys, 60s, uh, Pretzel later became Twister. And the movies, the 70s movies, I don't know the number. I uh, I know it's THX. I think it's 119. I'm not sure of the numbers, but the letters are THX, which became the sound comp- sound system as well. All right. And Jeremy, what were your answers to toys and games and the movies? Um, so similar answers. Uh, I believe Pretzel became Twister. Uh, the human size, you know, playing pieces would make sense. Um, and I believe the callback in Star Wars is a uh, prisoner transfer from cell block one one three eight. So I think it's uh, THX one one three eight. All right. And now for the correct answers, the nineteen sixty four game that was originally called Pretzel was Twister. It was changed to Twister by Milton Bradley in 66. And the uh, directorial debut of George Lucas, which has been notably called out in a lot of the other movies, is THX 1138. Do it. That means Jeremy gets our answers correct. And... Vernon does not. Uh, for posterity, I'm sorry, Vernon. <laughs> for posterity, we got to find out just how bad this uh, score ends up. So could you let us know your score or what you wagered? 39, I bet. <laughs> you bet th- 39. Get it with a zero. All right. And Jeremy, what did you wager? Uh, because of where we were and uh, the, the rule being winners bet zero, uh, I bet zero. All right. All right, John, could you do uh, the simple enough math and let us know who won? With a final score of 100 to 1, Jeremy is the winner. Woo! That's a good one. I did not problems. One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. The, the thing with this show, and I, I like I said, I, I love this show, is, is how the dice roll. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I think if they'd gone a different way, you could have trounced me just as easy. And it was fun to play with you, Vernon. No, thank you. Yeah, it was great playing with you. We got a lot of 60s and 50s, 60s yeah. and 70s questions. Yeah. That was a, that was a, that. But that's roll the dice. That's the way it works. I love this format. I'm glad you guys yeah. are enjoying it. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I didn't say I enjoyed it. I said I like it. <laughs> <laughs> love Don't it. get out of you hand, can, man. Yeah, you can love things that you hate. Uh, so, yes. All right. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Jeremy, as you were our winner of the day, could you uh, start us off with anything you want to talk about, anything you want to shout out, or anything you want to promote? 
Uh, I don't think anything crazy. Just uh, if you want to find me on Twitch, you can do so at LK Jeremy is the channel. Uh, stands for Liquid Courage, Courage with a K, because Jason, uh, my good friend, who I believe is on the show soon. Um, We're recording with him actually just before a couple, me. couple hours. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, we'll, uh, I, I do trivia for him and uh, write trivia for Liquid Courage as well. And uh, so I just want LK Jeremy on Twitch when we started up during the pandemic, because why not? Mm-hmm. Um, and still going. Uh, I don't do as much trivia on the channel anymore. I do more just uh, games that the community can get involved in. Like I mentioned earlier, Marbles, uh, which is you just basically put a command in chat. It drops a marble and we watch them race. Um, we do cryptic crosswords and just other things that are multiplayer that you can play from home while watching a stream with with everybody so nice very cool check that out everybody and if anybody out there is in the hershey pennsylvania hershey pennsylvania area <laughs> make sure you go to one of the trivia uh shows done by vernon heggy hey vernon how about you tell us a little bit anything more about that or just anything you want to shout out uh i own uh cheaters never prosper trivia here in south central pennsylvania we're back up to like 60 games a week or so and surrounding bars and restaurants. We do really good. I, uh, during the pandemic, I took all my old games that I don't use anymore. Um, and we write themes and all those things, music, music, trivia, music, bingo, sports trivia. And I have a brand called uh, gray matter trivia that I'm just about ready to launch. It's like, um, do your own trivia. It's like, I wrote a book on not a book, but a bunch of pages on how to start your own trivia company and how to launch your own trivia company and bars and restaurants where you live. And then you can buy all the trivia on their website as well. So I've been working on launching that the last six months or so. So almost ready. It's getting nice. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. You guys were fantastic. I know the score is a bit lopsided, but overall this was a really fun episode. Pew, pew, pew. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> Good job. You ever see the, you ever see the TV show Superstore? I love Superstore. Yeah, and that guy always says, I forget, I can't remember his name, Cheyenne's oh, boyfriend. Cheyenne's, yes, Cheyenne's yeah, boyfriend, who always, always did that. Says it, yeah. 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 Oh, congratulations, <laughs> Jeremy, man. Good game. Good game. Yeah, yeah great game. Thank you. And <laughs> yeah, this is for you. <laughs> yeah! There it is. <laughs> All right. For John, I'm Adam, and that was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head to head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. I'm John, and I'm the host of Action Action. Every week, I'm joined by James. hey And Dustin. Hello. And each week, we review, debate, and rank a different action movie. We're creating the ultimate list of action movies. From awful to awesome. So if you want to hear three more white guys with beards talk about action movies. And argue about where they belong on our list. And decide you hate us because we've made fun of your favorite movie. Join us every Tuesday, and you can find us on your favorite podcatcher. And Steven Seagal is a joke.